Hello and good morning. This is your host, Monobolsi. Welcome to the Habits of the Few. Today's episode, we are going to talk about perseverance. <clears throat> what does it mean to persevere? Is it a test of sheer will? Discipline? Is it your mindset? Is it the habits that you've bestowed upon yourself? Is it your thought process? Is it the way that you were brought up? Well, to be quite honest, it's a little bit of all of those things. You know, perseverance for me is understanding a clear-cut path that you set for yourself, addressing and acknowledging your own limitations so that you can overcome them, and then adapting to change, constantly being adapting to change. So let's kind of dive deeper a little bit into this, okay? When it comes to creating change in your life or achieving your goals, it probably won't be that easy. You may struggle. It's likely to take a little bit longer than you expect it. And that road to change isn't always what it seems to be. There's a lot of jagged turns, ups and downs, left and right. It's not really a straight line. It's almost certain that you'll have setbacks and short-term failures along the way as well, especially when it involves creating new habits, developing new skills, or learning new concepts. And that's kind of the bad news, which really isn't that much of a bad news. It's, it's more of the realization and understanding that that's the expectation. So on to the good news. All of your struggles, all of your setbacks, all of those short-term failures, they don't have to drain your motivation. They don't have to make you want to quit before you've put enough time and effort to reach that goal. In fact, it can motivate you and propel you to, to new heights. In fact, I think psychologists who study motivation and achievement say it could be just the opposite as long as you adopt the right mindset. According to decades and decades of research, and from everything that I've learned over the course of the years, research and books that I have read, there are two fundamental belief systems, which I also refer to as mindsets and habits, that determine how people respond to struggle, how they respond to setbacks, and how they respond to failure when pursuing their goals. In your mindset, you're likely to get discouraged and give up on your goal. And in another instance, you tend to embrace the struggle, learn from the setbacks, and keep moving forward. That is what it's called to persevere. But before I tell you more about these two mindsets, these two facets of habits, I want to share this inspiring true story about a boy named Michael. It's how Michael became a millionaire and a best-selling author. His mother called him Mikey. He f fancied himself as a writer. He wrote his first story before he was old enough to shave. His mother liked it, said it was good enough to be in a book. After years, after years and years of trial and tribulation, he set one of his stories to a magazine, hoping to get it published. But unlike his mom, they rejected it. Michael nailed the rejection letter to his bedroom, 
uh, to his bedroom wall and he kept writing. By the time he was old enough to drive, he replaced the nail with a spike large enough to hold the ream of a rejection letters he'd received since the first. Still, he kept on going and he kept on writing. Ten years came and went, along with many more rejection letters. Michael, now a struggling 26-year-old teacher with a wife and two children, receives a telegram from Doubleday Publishing. They try to call him on the phone, but Michael and his wife were too broke at the time to afford telephone service. That was about to change, though, because the telegram was not another rejection letter. Doubleday had agreed to publish uh, Michael's first novel, a horror story about Kari White, a teenage girl with telekinetic powers. They paid him a $2,500 advance for the book. Not long after, paperbacks right to carry sold for $400,000. And Stephen King was well on his way to becoming one of the most prolific and successful writers of modern times. Pretty interesting, right? Now, I use the name Michael to allude to who the author actually was because I want you to pay attention to the story. If you notice that I started a little bit with the words is with a name because I'm supposed to be saying Stephen and I didn't want to give the story away. I had to I had to give you some allure. So I'm always inspired by stories of successful writers like Stephen King. You know how they struggled for years and years and years. They endured rejection after rejection, failure after failure, but kept moving forward, kept honing their craft. They kept chasing their dream. I mean, look at J.K. Rowling as, an, as another example. This woman was practically depressed, broke beyond all measure, living on welfare, rejected by couple dozen publishers before she finally found one to publish her Harry Potter book series. And as you probably know, she's now a multimillionaire. High, high, high multimillionaire. But of course, it's not just famous writers who struggle their way to the top. If you study the background of any successful person in any field, you'll often see there's a long road of struggle, the setbacks, failure, you know, that's stretching out behind them. Many of these people, you know, they were blessed with raw talent, intelligence, luck, or what other, whatever other advantages um, that we most people lack, but they weren't. That's the thing. They, they, these people are normal people who kept persevering and going and going and going and going and going. Here's the thing about entrepreneurship. I'm going to transition a little bit. This is, entrepreneurship is... It's one of those finicky things. I think back in the 1980s and 90s, if you told people you were an entrepreneur, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, number one? Number two, they would think maybe, oh, are you doing a network marketing pyramid scheme or something? Like, what, what, is, what is it to be an entrepreneur? Nowadays, everybody and their mom is putting entrepreneur on their Instagram handle or their bio because they... They assume that entrepreneur is the, is the new definition of a rock star, of an athlete. And that's the thing. That, that is what an entrepreneur... Not everyone can be an entrepreneur. Just like not everyone can be a rock star. Not everyone can be a professional 
football player, basketball player, baseball player. There is a certain raw degree of talent. There's a certain amount of skills necessary. And then hard work that coincides with all of it, which is will and perseverance and habits and all of that combined mindset. And so ultimately we couple we, we couple entrepreneurship as a thing that everybody can go after, but that's just, that's just insanity to me. That's like saying the, the most you know unathletic human being on the face of this earth puts that he's uh, an NFL player on his bio on Instagram or or the most tone-deaf human being on the face of this earth saying that they're a professional singer. This is just ludicrous. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't think real raw entrepreneurs really like being entrepreneurs. Like entrepreneurship in the sense that most people find attractive is the freedom, the the control, the owning your own business, yada, 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 which not everybody is set for. And Gary Vee touches on this a lot, but I agree with him wholeheartedly when he says, you know, the the 27th person at Facebook is a, is a seven-figure earner, is a multimillionaire, you know? The 55th person at Google is probably retired somewhere with high seven figures in their bank account. You don't always necessarily have to be number one because when you're number one, you have no excuses, you have nobody to blame but yourself, and you can't point the finger at anybody. You can't hide. You cannot hide. You are in the public eye. And you may not be in the public eye, but in the sense that if your business fails, you only have yourself to blame. And that's going to take me back to perseverance here. Okay. Most people have what is called a fixed mindset for growth. What do I mean by fixed mindset? I mean that they have adopted based on their circumstance, their upbringing, the culture, the environment, their parents. They have a fixed mindset of certain qualities that they think that they can can have or will not have or do have. Um, certain qualities that they're born with or they are born without. And there's not much that you can change about that. Now, qualities that you're born with or born without, such as an undeniable raw singing talent or athletic talent or, or you know, a talent of persuasion. Yes. Those things outside of persuasion is very difficult to muster and, and to be very good at. Now, can a tone-deaf human being take singing lessons by a professional singing coach and become better? Absolutely. To the level of like, I don't know, an Aretha Franklin maybe, perhaps? H- highly doubtful. Can an average Joe train his body and mind to be a professional, you know, football player status? Can they get to that extreme of those who have unbelievable raw talent? It's very unlikely. I'm not saying it's impossible because nothing is impossible. 
The word itself says I'm possible. Or like Adidas' new slogan, impossible is nothing. I totally believe that. I was a scrawny kid. I have really small wrists. I have big hands, big feet, but really small wrists, really small ankles, really small calves. I think I graduated high school like 135 pounds soaking wet. I ate everything I possibly could and I could never gain weight. I worked my ass off to become as strong as I possibly can naturally. And now I power lift. I'm about 215 pounds. I'm about to put on another 10, 15 pounds of pretty good muscle. Um, not so much fat, but more muscle than fat. But fat is going to be part of that formula. But am I like at an elite level? Fuck no. Can I move around some weight? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm shooting for a 405 bench press. I'm at 390 right now. So I'm not very far away. I'm shooting for a 600 pound deadlift. I'm at a 575. I'm shooting for a 600 pound squat. I'm at a 555. But those aren't elite numbers. They're elite to me though. I'm building the best version of myself. And that's the lesson here. Is that you don't always have to have the undeniable raw talent. Sometimes hard work and grit is all you need. But also adding intelligence and working smart coupled to all the hard work and grit will help you tremendously. And when you want something bad enough and you have the sheer will, the sheer will, the habits, the mindset, the hard work, the grit, you can achieve something spectacular beyond your wildest dreams. So I'm not here to to you know, push anybody down and saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. It's not about that. We're talking about perseverance. I truly believe in today's modern society, with the internet where it is, with social media the where it's going, you can do things today that we couldn't even dream about 10, 15, 20 years ago. I started a digital marketing agency by myself from my freaking phone. A piece of shit laptop that barely freaking ran with an internet connection. And now I have a full service digital agency. I'm not smart. I'm really not. But I wanted to be better. I wanted to do something better for my family. I wanted to provide them a life that they deserve. I wanted to be outside of the constructs of the nine to five you know, cog. I didn't want to work for anybody else. And you don't have to work for anybody else either. You don't have to have a seven, eight, nine figure, you know, company and be balls to the walls gangster out there with an entrepreneur badge on your bio. You could do freelance. You could work for yourself and make a good living and provide for you and your family. Working from home. Running an online business, drop shipping, um, content marketing, digital advertising on a smaller scale. You can make two, five, ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a month with without having to hire anybody. By yourself. You're in control of the money that you earn. 
But that's a risk a lot of people aren't willing to take. And I remember when I shifted the mindset of being a, being a salary-driven working cog in the society to I gotta if you know I I I gotta kill to eat. That mentality, that shift, it w- w- was a struggle for me. I wanted to quit a lot. There were so many days and so many times that I wanted to give up. And for me, when I look at my children, my beautiful children, and I'm tired. And I'm worn out. And I'm stressed. I tell myself. You're not doing this for you. How can you face them? You should be ashamed. I have no fucking excuse. Zero. They were brought into this world. They cannot fend for themselves. That is my job. I am the king of my household. And my wife is the queen. And we manage our home. And the only way to keep striving for success and reaching success and breaking plateaus and escaping the mindset of negativity, self-doubt, is by persevering. That is the only way. Sometimes you have to look at things from a very binary standpoint. Either success is your only option or it's not. But you have to look at it from the perspective that it is your only option. You have no other option. You cannot fall back on something. You do whatever it takes to make it work. And in the meantime, doing that, if you have to pick up another job, work nights, do some freelance work, whatever it is, That's what you must do. Not everybody's dreams are luxurious. Not everybody's dreams are to be rich and famous and have a private jet and live on a private island. Most of us just want to be in control of the lives that we lead and the lives that we live. And so I'll end with this.
When you've got a fixed mindset, you are the victim. You become the victim. You make excuses. I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm not that strong. I'm not that smart. And you will always fail. Or you can choose a growth mindset. Because success rarely ever comes easy. Anyone who's ever reached a level of success or made a change in their life had to overcome challenges, setbacks, and failures along the way. Some more than others. But ultimately, they all persevered. They all kept moving forward regardless of the challenges that they faced. So as of right now, you have a choice. You have a choice regarding how you interpret struggle. How you interpret your setbacks and how you interpret your failures. You can look at it from the perspective of a fixed mindset as evidence that you're somehow not cut out to succeed. Or you can look at it from a growth mindset as guidance for where to focus your efforts toward personal and professional development. If you want to protect your motivation and keep moving forward, always make the growth mindset choice. That is all for today. I appreciate everyone sticking around and listening to this rather emotional topic. Look forward to the next episode. I thank you all. Have a wonderful day. I'm out.